0: Okay, gather around, gather around the radio. Cue the Drake in three, two, one. Ignition. Collectors,
1: hobbyists, and sports fans around the globe. Either way, let's get ready to collect stuff. Beckett Radio is now
2: And we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are Jolly. And this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by Duncan's Toy Chest. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. After the ninth take, I got that in. Duncan's Toy Chest. Duncan's Toy Chest. I
3: want to know if anybody knows what
2: that is. Yeah. uh, You know what? Off the top. Prize for somebody who listens to yep. this show, yep. and first one to tweet us what who, what Duncan's toys chest is. Right, Send, uh, you know what? Don't tweet us. That'd be too easy. First email, Eric N. Okay, E R I C N at Beckett.com. First one to email us with what Duncan's Toy Chest is, why it's significant. It's just the season. And uh, we'll get you a prize. We got I got a, I got a ton of stuff over at my desk I gotta get away from. So. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> you got a toy store at your desk you I,
2: I really away. do. So uh, that's what we'll do. First one to email email me, Eric N E R I C N at Beckett.com uh to tell us what Duncan's Toy Chest is. And that's that's our sponsor this week. So uh, Paul, man, just a few days a few days before christmas before yeah, before the big uh the big uh, the big man comes down the chimney if that's what you do at your house yep yep um <clears throat> so what's new on the shelf what's coming out bro
3: well besides <coughs> the elves okay. being on the shelf yes, there they is are. Um, there's three new products we need to talk about okay all right so we've got uh you know it's kind of crazy right this is the week before christmas mm-hmm. we've got one football product but we're going to, to spend probably more time talking about the two baseball products that are coming out, which is kind of crazy if you think about that. Okay. You know what I mean? But uh, we got Optic Football, Panini, dropping Optic Football this week, uh, came out yesterday, about $80 a box, just like last year, one auto per box, uh, 10 rated rookies, 10 rookies, 10 parallels mm-hmm. per box on average. Um, there's hot boxes, which okay. we were a part of, yes. um, opening some for box busters. Uh, you get four autos in those per box, so... Stuff's awesome. It's got that great finish to it. Um, Good stuff. So go grab yourself some Optic football. Um, Bowman's Best Baseball hit. Have you seen any of these?
2: Uh, No, I haven't. I mean, Bowman's
3: Best is always a good-looking product, but this year, man, they are. They're the bomb.com, man. Okay. It's good-looking stuff, man. So Bowman's Best Baseball dropped. uh, It's about $120 a box. You're getting 12 packs per box, uh, five cards per pack, running about four autos a box. And what they did was, I don't know if you remember, the 97 Best Cuts Atomic Refractors okay. that they came out with for the, for the baseball. I remember this. They brought those and put them back in the product. So not like a buyback, but they like recreated them or whatever. So that's a very cool design and a very cool insert set that they put in there. So Bowman's Best is uh, definitely on the list. And then if you roll like those people in the commercials with the big bows on their car, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flawless Baseball came out.
2: Oh, what's that like? A, a, like a kidney? It's a, a it's kidney? a kidney and a half. So it's okay. one thousand
3: right. five hundred dollars a box. All right? all right. Looks good though, man. They got Mantle cuts, Garrett cuts, Williams cuts. I mean, they've got they, it's it's loaded, man. So fifteen hundred dollars for the case. Uh, it's you know you get the the metal case of cards, six autos, two Mem and two of the jewel cards will be what you get out of those. So okay. um, so a little bit of everything. You got something under a hundred, something a little over a hundred, and then you got your your top dog. Wow. So,
2: with your big bow on it so uh ladies or, or guys if you're uh, listening to this it's thursday the 21st of december you still got four days before christmas yep
3: three shopping days
2: yeah three shopping days go out and get your collector and your family a case of Flawless, just right. go do that. Yeah, go get a case of Flawless, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, just do that. Uh, a hey, case is
3: only two boxes, so you're probably looking at 2900 okay. $3, yeah, Just like that. Just yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: Speaking of Panini, I want to give a shout-out to Panini for the box of chocolates that's in our common area. What? Have you been over here? No. You seen that? Yes, we got chocolate? We did. Um, I yeah, had I'm not a big chocolate guy, but I, I had to partake in one because it's the mystery chocolate. You don't know oh, what it, it, it could be—strawberry, oh, it could be toothpaste. You know, you just gotta—you gotcha. gotta go in there and see what you got. Dude, can I, we
3: interrupt the podcast for a minute so I can go get some? Chocolate? You want to go no, get some chocolate, I'll man? Go, go I'll ahead. I'll go during it, break.
2: It's a good quality chocolate too. You know? stuff. Well, thank you,
3: Panini. Yeah, thanks, appreciate, Panini, for the for the
2: box of uh, chocolates over there in the common area. All right, let's talk about new pricing. Brian again, man, working hard all week, that
3: guy's been here early, like every day
2: I want to give him a shout out for getting this product done because last year it went into this year
3: <laughs> it was his nemesis it was
2: his nemesis the uh the the tops holiday mega box snowflake stuff, yeah, yeah he got that done uh
3: it's a great set tough tough to get the checklist together, tough to get sales yeah, on it yeah. you know it's so much there's a little bit of confusion on uh. Um, when you put when you post it as a snowflake card, is it a common? Is it an sure. actual snowflake parallel? Like, there's a lot of right. lot of things going on with that to try to to gather the pricing on it. So. He uh,
2: he took a cheap pop though. He took a real cheap pop because he sent me this picture in the posting yesterday. Okay, and he sent me the Cole Hamels card. Ah, for, the, and, the short print card. And, yeah, and I was like, dude, that's a cheap pop because because just because Cole was in the news yesterday, right, 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 and you know, and I'm just like, man. I see what you did there. I see you working on that. But that was kind of cheap. Dude,
3: that's like a fifty dollar card. Yeah, it
2: really is. I know yeah, it's it like is. Complete short print. All right. Uh twenty seventeen Topps Chrome update is also priced. And I don't know what just happened there with my phone. That was weird. And then the biggest product of the season, I would guess. I think it really has to be. Um Prison basketball is now priced. That's priced. Yep, that's priced. So um, go see what your Jason Tatum's are worth. <laughs>
3: yeah, And <laughs> National Treasures racing is done as well. That's done as well. That is done as well. And uh,
2: preferred
3: uh, should be done by the weekend. That's the okay. plan. Okay. All right. Uh, preferred base for for preferred football. Excuse me, to be done by the weekend.
2: And then uh, Matt says that 2017 Star Wars Stellar signatures is priced. That wasn't that like nine thousand dollars a box.
3: Yeah, that stuff was crazy. But I tell you what, though, dang, if I had nine grand.
2: Nine grand. I'd buy it. You'd buy it? you
3: got everybody, man. you you get your Harrison Ford, your Carrie Fisher, your Daisy Ridley. I mean, you're going to get everybody. So, um, you know, and there's some, some cool one-of-ones and some inserts and stuff in there. So it's cool stuff. You know, it's a little bit lesser than the Transcendent product, being sure. 27000 But, yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan and you have disposable income, that's definitely the way to, to kind of start and complete your collection all at once.
2: Yes. that's uh, You know what I mean? That's, that's what you do there. Yep. So uh, speaking of Star Wars, you saw it, I saw it. Let's give dun, our dun, let's give our brief dun, dun, synopsis dun. synopsis of this show. Uh, yeah, I think you liked it more than I did.
3: I, I think so. Yeah, we were talking at lunch the other day. I think yeah. I did like it. I've seen it twice now. Yeah, and a, I'm going on Saturday again. You're gonna go see it a third time. Third time, yeah. Jeez,
2: well, so, Paul, money bags Paul over here going to. Well, sleep. no, we're going at like 11 o'clock <laughs>
3: okay. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And we went on discount Tuesday night. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, no, no money bags. Just uh, like smart. Go, smart going shopping. to a
2: movie now is not cheap. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I, eat,
3: I eat lots before I go to a yeah. movie. So, yeah, I don't partake in it. So, the, uh,
2: what what'd you think about it? Dude, I loved it. Yeah.
3: I loved it, man. There, there was one or two parts that were a little eh for me. Um, but overall, man, I think they, I think they did a good job. Um, and I was I was excited how they kind of played the story out. So I'm, you know, it, it's it's bittersweet because you're so pumped to see it. Yeah, and you watch it for that two and a half hours or two whatever it is, and then it's like kind almost like a letdown. Because you're like, oh, I gotta wait
2: for the next one.
3: You know, like yeah. you're already revved up and ready to watch the next one. So it's that that bittersweet feeling that I think just keeps you coming back to.
2: I think the good part about about that particular point is that we get a new one. We will get a new Star Wars film. Right. Every year from now until 2022. Yeah, 2022.
3: So, so that, that you're right. That is a great point. So that helps. It does help because the next one's with the Han Solo one. Yeah, right? the Han it's Solo
2: fun. solo movie, which I'm excited about because uh, Childish Gambino is playing Lando in it. So uh, I'm well, digging that. Well, there you go. <clears throat> I'm digging that. Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought there was some definite forced moments that didn't. Not to be punished, but yeah, I was
3: gonna say, force. dude, it's all about <laughs> yeah, the force. Exactly,
2: but there were some force moments in there that I, I didn't exactly agree with. Um And then there's that whole sideline story that it takes probably thirty thirty five minutes of the of the story that like didn't really have much to do with anything. And in the end, it kind of just petered out. I didn't care for that. Okay. But other than that, I, it was. A, I'm not gonna bash and say it was the worst movie. I, oh, worst Star Wars. Yeah, no, no, no. But
3: there's some epic fight scenes
2: though. Um, <clears throat> see, with that, no, there, there was that the really good one with uh, in Snoop with yeah, Snoop's quarters. With yep. that's a great fight scene. That's a great
3: fight scene.
2: But the other one, uh, the best you can do is give is give me a replayed Matrix move that we've seen probably a well, dozen times since Matrix came out yeah
3: I, I agree with you a little bit on that but I think I think the whole idea and I don't know if we're playing spoiler here or not but the whole idea of well you know walking, how I feel about spoilers, I know you know how you huh? feel about spoilers but um, I mean it's, it's been out for what five six days it's been a week yeah. now so if you, if you haven't, seen haven't seen it by now, tough luck yeah. the whole part where Luke walks out of that yeah that smoke ah, that's pretty cool sure you know that was pretty cool that was a cool moment for me because you're torn at that moment you're like wait I know this is Star Wars I know he has the ability but is he really? Is he? Is he gone? Right. You know what I mean. Like, is that it? Like, he went out with this firing squad. Like, is that how it happened? Um, or, or is he going to walk out of that? And he mm-hmm. walks out of that moment. And you're just like, oh yeah, game on. Here we nice. go.
2: Um, shirtless Adam Driver is something I could have went without. That. Well, you know.
3: I mean, I, I don't. I know you were going I, for the shirtless Daisy Ridley. I know.
2: I don't have a lot to. <laughs> I don't have a lot of room to talk. Like, if you see me shirtless, I mean, it's probably do, not but. the best. <laughs> It's probably not the best thing that's happened to you today. <laughs> I get that. But, I like, just shirtless Adam Driver just wasn't doing it for me. I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel that at all. I didn't
3: feel that. It was just part of that, that you know, making a making a connection with the guy and making him more. I think they are trying to make him more human-like, yeah. you know, and yeah. not so whatever. So, you know, it was good.
2: So, overall, I think go see it. Just go in with low expectations so you're not so disappointed when you come out. And,
3: uh, I don't know. I liked it, dude. I it, did. I it liked was decent. It. They got a new like Ewok thing going on with those new little guys. Those little things, you know, oh, man. Chewie's trying to eat one. That's chewy. such a great. That's such a great scene. I
2: need more Chewie. That's maybe that's what it was. I just need more Chewie.
1: That
3: could have been that. It could have been. It. It's chewy. tough not watching. It's tough not having Han Solo there too. Yeah, it honestly, is. it's tough.
2: So. so, but in in the end, the uh, the everyone dies no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it is actually a sequel to rogue one where everyone's <laughs> just... secrets
3: they said it's called the
2: last jedi yeah. right so in the end though it's 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 a decent film you should go check it out but look, don't don't carry these high expectations into it and come out disappointed right but that's the best thing to do
3: and the cool thing about it is if you are a collector there's so much cool star wars product coming out right yeah, now right. like you can just You know, parallel with the the movies and stuff. And it's just, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, I think.
2: Yep, I think so too. Okay. Uh, Let's get into our first interview and our only interview this week, but it's a big one, man. It's Mike Oz from 25 year old baseball cards. Uh, You might know him from that fame, you might know him from his taco truck fan you might know him from his i want to know him from his taco I know, truck right? fame. that's what i want to know uh, him for his 104.1 uh radio fan you might know him from a lot of different places a uh, big league stew for instance you might know him from any of those places but he's like the great oz he is the great oz he's here he was here uh we spoke to him on tuesday tuesday on tuesday fresh back from the winter meetings uh we sat down and had a conversation about about 25 year old baseball cards where it's, what it's going. Where it's going this year, uh, how it's changing a little bit, but yep. it's a, it's a, if you're a, if you're a fan of that show, uh, that web series on Yahoo, it's it's a great great listen. So uh, that that's what we're gonna do first, and then after that, we're gonna come back and the Fat Packs mailbag has been opened. So excited! And we have some questions. I I I, I took a sneak peek at them. I think they're pretty good. So Bring it. Uh, We're gonna do that, and then we'll follow up with a little bit of uh, Beckett whatevs as we close out our Christmas episode.
3: Indeed, but are not our last episode of the year though. Not so our last.
2: Would that would be next week. Next week, That's but a our, big one. Our Christmas episode. Uh, Going to have a little fun in it. Uh, I, just a little preview for you. Some of the fun, some of the mailbag questions uh-huh. about about Christmas. So, nice. So I'm excited for that.
3: Perfect. And
2: then there's there is a question that I don't want to spoil for you right now. Okay. But it involves grilled cheese. I know that you're gluten free. But not, not my whole
3: life. So okay. I've had grilled cheese, so okay. it's, it has to do with so that, I'm good.
2: I am really psyched to answer this question. Awesome. So uh, there's all that coming up. But first, Mike Eyes on the other side of this break.
3: Hi, guys. My name is Mike Ruben. I own Colorado's Best Card Shop, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards. And you are listening to Beckett Radio.
2: All right, we are back after that quick break. And uh, joining us now on the phone, as advertised, is our man Mike Oz. You might know him from uh, 25-year-old baseball cards if you watch the web series, which if you if you don't and you're a collector, you probably should be because Absolutely. it's a fun show. But, uh, Mike, for those of, who, of those our listeners who may not know you, please tell us a little bit, little bit about yourself and how long you've been in collecting. All
4: right, well, I, uh, I write over at uh, Yahoo Sports. I run our, our baseball blog, Big Leagues 2. Um, i've been there for coming up on five years now uh, so you know i'm a, um, a baseball writer baseball fan and i think is is probably most people who are involved in, in baseball at some point um you know you are into baseball cards right like so i i got into baseball cards the same year i got into baseball which was 1986 so i was six years old um so i you know i was um not alone in, in, in the boom of kids who started collecting cards in the 80s uh through the 90s so that, that was kind of my era um ever since then i probably stopped like heavily collecting cards probably by the time i got to like high schoolish, so probably like mid 90s um, i still i still buy a little bit a little bit of cards here and there Most i try to like usually buy a couple packs a year just to kind of you know open a pack it's fun um and that, that, that idea is sort of, you know, where the where the video series um came out came from. Just the idea of opening you know, opening baseball cards and how fun it is. And I think I think we'll get there. But yeah, eighty six eighty six was the year that got me in.
3: So was that that's awesome. Was that the set that like just really hooked you or is that just the first set and then there's another one that you kinda liked a little bit better?
4: No, I was I mean, eighty six was the year I got into baseball. I grew up in the Bay Area, so that was Jose Conteco's rookie year. So uh. There was like the the storm of Conteco for us, and um, my grandma is is the one who got me into collecting cards. So me and my grandma would collect cards together, and we would just go around chasing packs of of 86 down rest looking for um, Jose Conteco rookie cards. So that was kind of, um, you know, the the thrill and the chase of it that got me me really into it. Um, My grandma used to collect baseball cards with my uncle when he was younger, which... Um, it was sort of like late seventies, early eighties. So she kinda knew the, the terrain. She was very much just a collector in general. She collected like dolls and beanie babies and all kinds of stuff. So it was her and I collecting baseball cards. So that you know, we we sort of got swept up or I did, you know, into the Bash Brothers. So, you know, then McGuire coming along really helped. So that just really got me into, you know, not only baseball but baseball cards and, you know, chasing chasing the rookie cards and um I remember when we found out that, you know, it was like, oh, the, you know, the, the Maguire rookie that you want is from 1985. And of course, it's like 1987, right? So I, you know, I don't have any uh. 80, 85 cards. i like, grandma, do you have 85 cards? And she did, you know, she had some, whatever. So we went through looking for the, looking for the Maguire cards. And, uh, yeah, so I, I owe a lot of it to my grandma. And the cards that we used when we started the, the series were my grandma's cards and just been lingering for um, all those years. So, uh, you know, whenever I. Whenever I do the series in my head, in my mind, it's always, you know, a little bit of a, a shout-out to my grandma. Sadly, she died, um, I think it's been about 15 years. So, uh, you know, it's always a good way for me to, to remember her, too. That's awesome.
3: That is, man. I don't think I've ever heard, all my years of doing this, a grandma story,
2: Yeah, collecting cards. Bring it, bring it That's grandma, awesome. That, that's good stuff. My grandmother yeah, definitely my, my, did not do
4: that. Yeah. My grandpa, no, my grandpa was, like, more of, like, the baseball coach type person. Okay. You know? okay. And uh, my grandma was the one who, you know, would, would collect baseball cards, which was, it was always great. Like it was a, it was a nice little, uh, um, you know, complement of, of the two. So I owe, I owe a lot to both of them. Sweet. What are some
2: of your earliest memories of, uh, the Beckett price guide? And did you have a, did you have a favorite cover back then, uh, that you just maybe still held still have or held on to?
1: Oh yeah. I still, I still
4: have some. I mean, based on what I already told you guys, you guys probably guess what they are. The,
1: you can say the can go, say yeah. go and
4: McGuire, those ones that have the, the Ricky Henderson one, you know, again, being an Ace fan, um, the, the, I had I had all that stuff. Um, but I know I have some other ones. Like, I was trying to, I was looking around on the internet at old covers, and I'm like, oh, I know I have the Will Clark one. Um, the Bo Jackson one is probably the one that I first thought of, though, that I remember. To me, it's, like, the most iconic. So I, I don't know if I have that one or if it's just the one I remember the most. Um, like, I know I have a, a Robin Yacht one somewhere. So I, there's a, you know, there's a while where I'd buy, I, every single month you would, you would buy Beckett um and you know go check how your how your cards were doing i mean it's sort of like i guess for me being i don't know six seven eight years old it was probably the closest thing we had to checking your stocks right you want to see right like, right <laughs> how your cards are doing that month um yeah so i mean totally it was you know buying going to the car shop buying Beckett, um all that stuff was, was part of the 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 uh routine that we always did sweet
3: good deal man that's awesome now It sounds like you had the same kind of upbringing as I did, you know, with as far as collecting cards and whatnot. So how did you turn your love for baseball cards into a cool job at Yahoo Sports hosting your own, you know, 25 years old baseball card series? Like, how does, how did that work for you? How'd that work out?
4: Yeah, well, I think in the the middle of all that, you know, I really got into journalism. Uh, Okay. something I, I, you know, wanted to do. And I think probably when I was in high school, you know, I wanted to be a baseball writer. And I went to, you know, went to journalism school, um... I went to San Jose State and did, you know, did journals stuff there, and it was great. I uh, wanted to be a sports writer. Uh, and then I got a job at uh, the Fresno B, fresh out of college, except for they wanted me to be an entertainment writer. So um, I did that, and I kind of shifted over to entertainment. And, and honestly, I didn't think I'd ever go back to sports, because I kind of liked, I kinda liked my, my job over there. And um, I did that for about 10 years, and then uh, I had some friends at Yahoo uh, that I did got to know and and they wanted to know if I wanted to come back and and do baseball with them. And I said, you know, I didn't think I'd ever go back to it, but but I did. And uh, so I joined Yahoo in 2013. And none of this really has much to do with baseball cards, more than just, you know, journalism and and sports and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I joined Yahoo. I kind of was doing my thing. And, um, you know, in my head, I was always kind of trying to figure out, like, what's something I can do that no one one else is doing? Because there's so much out there, you know, on on the – the blogosphere and the internet and social media and um so i i was i was thinking of different ideas um and i, I was thinking of different video ideas specifically and, and the 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 genesis of the 25 year old baseball cards thing was i had this idea of like it would be great to go and play old baseball video games with baseball players like just let's just play rbi baseball let's play bases loaded you know and, and um but I was like that's that's way too hard you got you gotta bring a Nintendo to wherever they are and find somewhere to set it up and it would take a long time and logistically it'd be tough you know it'd be fun it'd be but it'd be tough and uh, I was I was cleaning my garage and I had like I said some you know my grandma collected all these cards thinking that she'd put them away and, and they'd be worth a ton of money in the future and as we know you know they're not really that era of cards is Um, you know, with a few exceptions, not really worth anything.
1: Right. (laughs) And, uh, so I
4: was moving, I was moving these boxes of cards around and I'm like, wait, that's what I can do because baseball cards are easy. Like I can, you know, pack of baseball cards, I can put it in your hand. We can open it. It's not going to take that long. Um, you know, I, I can carry them with me. They're portable. You don't really have to explain it to anybody. Anybody who plays baseball knows what a pack of baseball cards is. And so, kind of that's that's kind of how the whole thing came up. Um, if you look back at our like first episodes, you know they're, they're different. I mean, we probably we have learned a lot along the way. Um, mm-hmm. The first one we shot was with Rajay Davis, spring training 2016, and we didn't have any setup or anything. We just sort of like showed up at <laughs> Indians training camp, like, hey man, I have baseball cards, and I was just carrying it around the box. And he's like, what are you doing with those baseball cards? And I was like, well, we're looking for people to open them with. Like, you want to do it? And he's like, oh yeah. and uh, so he was the first one we ever shot (laughs) and uh, so yeah we've just kind of done it from there and we've we've, we've tinkered with the series sort of into the second year this is the second year, or 2017 is and uh, you know we we introduced some some stuff to make it better and I think we're going to introduce some more things to make it better next year but yeah that's that's sort of the short story of how it all came about.
2: Sweet that's um, man I I gotta tell you I'm very envious of you, you have a job that I want, I want to walk around uh spring training and, and and baseball parks and open up baseball cards with with other people i used to work for the mariners and uh no one no one wanted to open cards with me there <laughs> no one wanted well to now
4: now it's sort of like i see other people doing it too i think i think now you could get some traction with it if you were to try
2: ah Maybe I should do that. There you go. I should, I should go get a part-time job at the Rangers and just walk into the clubhouse one day. There you go. That'd be awesome.
3: Just, carry stuff, around, to... <laughs> yeah. just carry stuff around. That's awesome. So uh, in
2: 2018, uh, you guys are going to be changing some things. Uh, what, what's coming up with 2018? How's the show going to be different?
1: Yeah.
4: So I uh, we we started out with the cards that that my grandma had, right? So
1: sure. That was
4: 1991, 1992. Those those were the, the kind of the years that that I had um you know at my disposal and it worked out that it was 25 years old so i don't have those cards anymore um you know I, I, there wasn't a box of 93s waiting for me to, to use mm-hmm. so um obviously i can go out and buy some but i also thought it presented us a better opportunity maybe to just ditch the whole 25 year thing and so that's what we're going to do it's just going to be old baseball cards starting in 2018 and we're opening packs of various years and um hopefully aligned a little more with the guest so uh, I'll give you an example. You know, we, we, we just shot one last week with George Brett. So for George Brett, we're like, well we wanna open some nineteen eighty fours because that you know that, that kind of fits your career instead of you know hoping that okay, we're gonna open these nineteen ninety two cards and see who you know. Um, so you know, we we I've essentially assembled with the help of my producer, uh, Dan Harris. We've we ha- we have unopened cards now from basically like eighty one to ninety six. So whoever whoever our guests are, we're gonna kinda of match it to to, you know, who they are. Uh, what their career was, you know, what era works for them. Um, and we, uh, last week when we did them too, it was like, hey, what do you want to open? Like, what year, what year is interesting to you? And they'll tell us and we'll just bust them out. Um, so we're doing that and then I'm also not necessarily opening like the same as the the person. So you know, George Brett did like 84s but I did, I think like 90 or something like that, you know, just, just to sort of, you know, grow some little bit of cross-generational stuff. And then when we make a trade at the end, it might be interesting if you know, you're trying to trade me somebody from the 80s, and I'm trying to trade you somebody from the 90s. Um, you know, so we're just we're just tweaking it a little bit. I mean, the the, the main format is kind of going to be the same. We're just going to use different cards, um, different years, and I'm trying to expand it a little more into some people outside of baseball. We've done some we've done some celebrities and stuff. I'm trying to get some more celebrities. Um, you know, obviously we want people connected to baseball, but um, you know, like we've had Alyssa Milano and uh, we had Hank Azaria people like that. So I'm hoping to, to get some more of those in 2018. We were just uh,
2: actually watching the uh, the Alyssa Milano episode. How was that? I mean, because like 14-year-old, 12-year-old me was um, trying yeah. not to drool. And then, uh, <laughs> so, st- I mean, you, you're about our age. I mean, she's, she's probably right there in your wheelhouse. How was that opening yeah. up cards with her?
4: Well, I'm doing a lot of things that, that 12-year-old me would be like, yeah, good job, man. Uh, that, that would be that would be top of the list. Um and she was super cool, man. Like, she was was very into it. Um, It was obviously, you know, not um, an interview request that she gets all the time, but she was totally game, Um, and, you know, I think if you watch the episode, too, you know, what I liked even more than the cards was just her talking about, you know, watching baseball with her dad and and sort of how her dad got her to baseball, because you know, I think we all kind of have stories like that, so I think it, 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 um, you know, resonates on a number of levels, and then you know, we, we opened the cards and she didn't get it. We didn't get any great Dodgers or anything for her, but mm. you know that happens sometimes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she was she was really nice. She was into it. Um, that That's really the best thing I can say. Like, if you if you if you give us a chance and, and open the cards with us, I think for the most part, people have fun with it. And you can look at some episodes like Andre Dawson is a good example where <clears throat> if you watch him in the beginning, like he's sort of. I, I don't know, like, um, skeptical of the whole thing. But then, like, a couple minutes in, you can tell he really starts to have fun with it and starts to open up. And so I, I dig that. I dig when, you know, a lot of times people are like, what if I don't know anybody? And I'm like, dude, you're going to know somebody, you know. Sure. Or, or, right. um Like, I think it was Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's like, what if I don't know anybody? I'm like, come on, man. You're, you're, you're going to know every single person. you did. <laughs> you know every single player there." So, you know, like, that happens a lot. And sometimes it happens with, with the younger guys and, and – We've we've kind of tried to limit the, the current players that we do because of that because yeah sometimes
1: mm-hmm. you know they're
4: not going to know people like we did with Clayton Kershaw which was great but then he legitimately didn't really know a lot of the people so um, you know that makes it a little tougher and I think I think our wheelhouse is um, you know some of the some of the older players um, or managers I mean we had Chase Utley he was great you know because he was he was kind of the right age. Um, so, yeah, we're just trying to, like, hone in on who the right guests are. But then also, you know, now if we're going different years, it would also be helpful to say, okay, well, <clears throat> yeah, Clayton Kershaw, let's have you, but let's open some 96 cards instead of 91. Sure, you know?
2: sure. Now what about Hank Azaria? Did he just, like, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't seen that episode. Did he do voices the whole time? Because I would not be able to keep a straight face.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, he did. He, <laughs> he, 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 I think he did, like, a couple, he, he went through a couple cards, like Hank, and then he just, like, Let's do some Simpsons voices and just started doing Simpsons voices. That's
2: and, awesome. Okay. I mean, it,
4: it's the thing about it that's weird to me. It's always weird when I see somebody who does voices, but it's, but you're looking at the person. You know, like it's it's I can I can deal with it when I'm seeing the animation, but when it's just a real person and all the voices coming out of them, it always it always kind of trips me out. You know, and the way <laughs> he's able just to go from person to person, like like almost like he's having a conversation with himself. Like man, it's, it's impressive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so note to self don't interview Frank Caliendo about this because this is that's oh gonna my be goodness horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sweet Paul. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Um well I guess one of the cool things with your job is you get to travel. You just you went to the winter meetings, correct?
4: Yeah, that's one of the ones uh, where we where we often shoot a lot. We shoot like winter meetings, all star games, spring training. World Series to some degree. We try to like get a lot of episodes, you know, at those major events because we go for other stuff too, you know. Because I'm out there doing you know other news related stuff, so we work. We try to do as many baseball cards episodes as we can, and then you know roll them out. So the last year at the Winter Meetings actually was, was how we were able to I think to really grow the series because um, the the thing that the thing that actually spurred our growth was when we got A to do it, which was. Uh, fall 2016, like right when he was getting into his broadcasting thing. And I was like, hey, it'd be great for him to show, you know, he's a broadcaster now. And then I think, I think that kind of bought us a lot of legitimacy with people. So when the Winter reading came around that year, we knocked out like 10 of them. And uh, that, that's sort of what allowed us to have, you know, such a big year in 2017 because we, we just had a, a stack of episodes ready to go. And uh, so that's what we tried to do this year too. So we shot 10 of them uh, last week. And uh, it's, a, it's a good variety of people. Um, you know, there, there's managers. I think managers often are some of the best episodes. So we got, I think, five or six managers. We got George Brett, um Of the managers, uh, Gabe Kapler was amazing. Like I was surprised. Gabe Kapler was, was so good. Um, can I can got, I stop you right uh, there, Mike?
2: Uh, is Gabe yeah, still yeah. like really ripped? Because when he was here in Dallas, he was just like oh, the, yeah. the 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 epitome of being ripped and he was very terrifying actually
4: <laughs> yeah no he was and that's and that's sort of why i was i was surprised you know how like how, how cool he was about it like he was really into it and you could tell like he knew the he knew the vernacular he like was like oh man you're getting a lot of commons and i'm like oh you collect your cards man you know what's up nice. um, <laughs> and, and he you know was very specific he's like no i want to open do you have this because i want to open this and i'm like yeah we do actually have that we can open that so he he was great, and then he just wanted to make all kinds of trades, and not not to spoil too many, and not kind of to not divulge too much. Sure. Um, we got we got one manager. We were open to maybe seven tops. We got one manager to eat gum. So that was cool. Nice. Um, we uh, let's see. We got uh, Rick and Keel. We got Rick and He was great. He was really into it. Um, we got a couple uh, uh, guys from MLB Network. Uh, Kevin Millar did it. Chris Chris Russo did it. So, and there's one that there's one that I'm not going to reveal. I'm just going to say like, if you're if you're of the right age, if you're of the era, if you're of the '90s, uh, you're you're really going to dig it. It's, it's one that I've I've keep I'm keeping a secret. Um, it's it's a it's a non-baseball person, but I think anybody who is, is our age will know him and I think enjoy him.
3: Awesome. Now, have you had um, like going through your thing? Who's been the f- your favorite person so far that you've done? You've mentioned a lot of names, but is there one that just really stands out to
4: you? Um, I think from like a, well, we've mentioned a couple of them. Okay, from like a from like a me personally standpoint, I can get into little It was was sure. fantastic. Sure. Um, from like a like a baseball kind of person from from back in the day standpoint, like I really was happy that we got Eric Davis. Like I, I, I don't know. I think I, I think I like Eric Davis probably more than than a lot of people. Um, but I remember him being like so good in that era, and you know he had some injuries and stuff, and he, I don't think he ever was as great as he could have been. But uh, I don't know, for some reason I'm, I was just really happy that we got Eric Davis in, in the in the series. Uh, A Rod obviously was great. Um, I think Pedro Martinez might be our best episode because um, he was just he was just amazing. He got great cards. Um, let's see. I think I, I, I think that would do it. Um, okay. The ones who like that I, that I kind of like supremely geeked out about um, would be those. There's still some people I'm chasing. So I'm, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to put it out here. I doubt he listens to the podcast. I doubt he listens to podcasts at all. But, but, I, but I, if I say it enough, I feel like the universe might make it happen. My, my grandma's favorite player was Wade Boggs. Uh-huh. Um, she liked Wade Boggs so much she named her Cat Boggs. And she had a binder just to Wade Boggs cards. So Wade Boggs is my number one person that I got to get for the series. Uh, so he is like my, you know, the the white whale of twenty five dollars baseball <laughs> cards or old baseball cards or whatever. So if you guys know Wade Boggs, let me know. He's, he's a he's a pretty DLP. cool
3: guy. I saw him, um, I guess last year at the TriStar show. He get up and actually did a Q and A with the uh, with a bunch of people. There's a bunch of fans sitting around. And he actually took about a half hour and did some question and answer stuff with them. So he seems yeah, like the kind of guy that you could approach with it. And might might be on board with it.
4: I I assume he'd probably do it if it's just a matter of us kind of getting in the same place. Sure, but I also, from what I know of him, he's also like a very big like hunter and stuff, and I I don't think he comes to much of like like he's not going to make an appearance at at the the All Star game in D C, for instance. You know, like he's not that guy. But I think we just have to go find where he is. So I'm putting I'm putting it out into the world. Wade Boggs needs to happen this year, Um, and then I think like like anybody of of our ilk. I mean, the the one that I think we all have to chase is, is Griffy. So ah. I'm hoping maybe one day we can get grippy.
3: Yeah, can you imagine opening eighty nine in particular? Pulled,
4: we pulled Griffy cards a lot, but I've never I've never gotten close to the man. So I'm I'm uh, going to try to chase him.
2: This is what you got to do for Wade Box, man. Just find out where he hunts, and then take your camera crew and your cards and stick your head in, into every hunting blind and just be like Wade Box, Wade Box. no Wade Box, <laughs> and just keep moving. <laughs> Wade Box well, has and, and go ahead
4: and and bring like a thirty pack of beer. Right, to, to right, right. Kind
2: of <laughs> Wade Boggs has one of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, big, big wrestling fan, and he saved he saved Mister Perfect's life. Actually, Mister Perfect uh, got hurt on a hunting trip with Wade Boggs, and Wade Boggs, Fireman, carried him back to the uh, to the camp before he uh, bled out. So that was uh, really? yeah. That yeah. It's a if you go back. I mean, I don't know if you're a big WWE fan or a WWF guy, but if you go back and uh, watch the Mister Perfect uh, documentary that that they did. Uh, they go into great detail about this story about Wade Boggs saving Mr. Perfect's life. I
1: think
4: Wade Boggs might be the most interesting man in the world. He really might be. <laughs> he's, he's Chuck Norris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great. All right, man. Yeah, you
4: got um, to get Wade
2: Boggs. <laughs> now it has to happen. Um, yeah. Mike, we, we also heard rumors that there's, uh, you guys are starting a, a two-week countdown of, uh, of the best of 2017 for uh, 25-year-old baseball cards. So when does that start, and how can our listeners watch it?
4: Well, I think it might uh, it might be starting the same day this podcast comes out. So okay. uh, you can head over to Yahoo Sports or Big Weeks do, or uh, if you look at my my Twitter account, my social media accounts at Mike Oz, you can you can find them there. Yeah. So we what we're doing is we're doing it over two weeks. We're doing a um, sort of the top ten. So the first one's going to be you know ten through six, and then five through one. So um, it's partially us figuring out who are who are our best guests or best episodes and kind of like choosing your favorite kids i think to some degree like there, there's sure. a lot we really like um i i've revealed that i that i really enjoy the pedro episode so um that's not to say he's necessarily number one because it's not just all me we have a you know a staff who does this too so they have some input um but uh, yeah pedro pedro will be up there um uh, melissa lano i don't know if she's gonna make it um we've had we've had some really good ones Dusty baker was great uh eric davis was great so Sweet. we'll see. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna count them down though and try to make some sense of it all. I I I think I think we might have some good competition. I I'm, actually I made it this far and forgot Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo has one of the best episodes. Nice. And that one just we didn't even we weren't even <laughs> scheduled to do it with him. He just sort of was there, and it was like, hey, do you want to do this? And he just. He just ate it up, man. I mean, he, he's the only person ever to talk about strip clubs 20 well,
3: year <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's All right, well, we're going to switch gears to, since this is our Christmas episode, um, <laughs> not our strip club episode, <laughs> uh, do you have a great memory of uh, getting cards uh, like under the Christmas tree when you were a kid?
4: I, I just remember getting baseball cards from my grandma. Um, like I said, you know, I sort of I talked about this, but, um, yeah, I mean, she was kind of the one who, who got me into this. It was sort of the thing that we did together, so... Um, I remember I remember getting getting baseball cards from her for Christmas, but it was also like, you know, I, I'd get baseball cards from her for if I, you know, got a good report card or whatever. That was always sort of, you know, the the thing I would get as a kid, and then um, yeah. So I don't I don't I don't really have any amazing story of where I like got a pack of. You know, got a box of upper deck and pulled a griffy rookie or something like that under the Christmas tree. Like that didn't happen, mm. but uh, you know, I, I definitely remember. I definitely remember getting cards, and, and uh, that was just sort of you know what we did together.
2: Awesome. All right, man, we're gonna let that you works. get out of here. Uh, before you go, though, I, I, I was on, I was I was uh, maybe perusing your social media, and I saw that you're a part of something called the uh, the Taco Truck Throwdown, and because I'm selfish. And I love tacos. You got to tell me about this and how. To, what is this and how can I be a part of it?
4: Yeah, um, that's one of my other one of my other things that I do. Um, I uh, seven years ago now I started the Taco Truck down out here in Fresno, California, where I live uh, with my with my good friend Sam Hansen, who uh, at the time he worked for the Fresno Grizzlies baseball team. Uh, now he's their director of marketing. Uh, and, uh, it started with, you know, we had first year, we had seven taco trucks from around our Valley come out and, you know, sort of compete for the best, the best taco truck. And we tried to pick one from, you know, different cities around us. So it was sort of like a, you know, clash of the champions type thing. Um, and, uh, we had so many people, we had to abandon that idea of just having one from each city. Cause there was way too many people and not enough trucks. So now we have, I think last year we had like 32 trucks, Wow um, all from around, you know, our area. And we've grown it into, like, a two-day thing that so we had last year. We had 20,000 people out for it. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's, you know, two days. One day is w- with a baseball game. So, it's you know, while, while the game was going on, the other day, uh, last year, we were able to um, just do it on the baseball field. So, all the taco trucks were on the field. And then we had live music. And, and we had uh, Lucha Wrestling um so, yeah, it sounds like you guys would love every aspect of this. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, I got to get to Fresno. Uh, I
3: was going to say, I <laughs> dig yeah. that, So man.
4: So the way to do it is, is to come to Fresno this summer. <laughs> I think it's get the tickets in this, this July. Uh, so that's how you can be involved. Get on a plane, come to Fresno, uh, eat a bunch of tacos. <laughs> and, uh, perfect it's, my birthday is in July it's a great event man I am, I'm not going to lie to you it's, it's really cool awesome that's so awesome man uh,
2: Man, we just really appreciate you coming on with us today thank you for making time with us and uh, before we get out of here can you please let our listeners know where they can follow you on social media so in case they're living under a rock and they don't know who you are yet
4: at Mike Oz M-I-K-E-O-Z, M-I-K-E-O-Z is where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and, and all that stuff and if you're looking for uh tacos or the baseball card episodes, all that stuff I put. I put it all everywhere Um, in addition to all the work I'm doing for Yahoo. um, You can, you can find it all in those places. Um, And then if you just, you know, go on Yahoo sports, look at our MLB coverage, you'll also find my, my work in there. Awesome.
2: Good deal, man. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir.
4: Hey, no, I appreciate you guys, man. It's it's a thrill for me to, uh, you know, have, have done this and, and now, take it to a place where i get to talk about it with beckett because beckett was you know a, again a, a big part of of all that stuff that i um that i did as a kid that that now you know has, has landed me here so I, I, I appreciate you guys taking interest in what we're doing and, and give me a chance to talk about it
2: absolutely man yeah. we love talking cards yeah anytime anytime and, and if <laughs> if for whatever reason you're in the you're here for a rangers game and you want to come and uh do some box busters with us or something like that the door is open sir Thank you. Awesome. Thank
4: you, sir. All right. Take care. You too. This is Daryl McKay with Oyo Sports, and you're listening to Beckett Radio.
2: All right, man. Mike Oz, if you need him. That was a fun interview, bro.
3: Absolutely.
2: Um, I don't I don't I don't know what to say other than if you're not watching twenty five year old baseball cards, it was fun. The Alyssa Milano uh Episode was great, and then I went back and watched that Hank Azaria. Oh, okay, and okay. it's hilarious. Oh, good deal. It's it's a little distracting for me who who loves The Simpsons and and loves Hank Azaria. He he's he's a very well known voice actor, and he does great impressions. Right, right. So it's a little distracting because he he does so many. Right, right. But it's still fun. It's still fun. Oh, it's good. still a lot of fun. Good deal, man. All right, so uh, as promised, we're gonna get into the Beckett. Or I'm sorry, the Fat Pack mailbag. Bag. Forgot that we renamed that. We did. We, we rebranded it. That's what they say in the system. Yeah. You rebrand it. They
3: brand a lot of things down in Texas. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they sure do. Cows, uh, wives, just things like that. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing too important. Right.
3: They <laughs> put the, well, you know, what's that song? They put all the X's on your wives down here. They're
1: all from Texas. Yeah, uh, you know, they're right? all from Texas. Yep.
2: All your X's are from Texas. Hey, uh, let me, hold on, let me hit refresh here. Refresh. I want to see something, but I wanted to make a statement here. All right. Today, as of right now, 927 on Thursday the 21st. Okay. We are at 99,447 total downloads Wow! for the podcast. oh, So close. I told you guys on Twitter about a week ago, if you get us to 100,000 downloads by Christmas, I will extend the giveaways through the new year. Which I will do. I have plenty of stuff that I gotta get away. That's cool. So, uh, guys, help us out, man. We're just a little, a little over six hundred uh, downloads that we need to get before Christmas. That's
3: awesome. It's like one per pound. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Actually, in all, in, all, in all truth, that's probably if we sorry. got one per pound, we'd be over hundred thousand yes. So, please, guys, help us out there, man. That that would be that would mean a great deal to us, uh, both Paul and I. There, there's a lot of hard work that goes into this. There's a lot of. Uh, you know, like on the surface, it doesn't seem all that hard, but what scheduling and editing and all that, f- all that stuff that goes into it behind the scenes, you, you, that you guys don't see, we have a. It's fun. We love doing this, but that's hard sometimes, man. Yeah, it, especially trying
3: to work it around, you know, pricing cards, right? And exactly doing that kind of stuff. Exactly,
2: so. and I don't want to sound like I'm whining. I'm no, not. But no. it's it's a in, in order for us to bring a quality product to you, which we hope that you, we think you're doing. Which if we're getting to a hundred thousand downloads, it's obviously
3: we're doing something
2: something, doing something right, right maybe yeah exactly something right so uh please guys go uh, hook us up there please 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 that would be the best christmas kiss gift that you could give to us also wanted to mention that go gts is having a like a christmas extravaganza <laughs> event tonight man and they tweeted out a picture and i retweeted it they have what must be five, five or six cases worth of stuff? Nice. to to go through and give away tonight. So, man, that's awesome. Uh, make sure you're checking out GoGTS. Hey, and we we eligible for that? I think we, I mean we don't work for them. That's so. true. yeah. So, yes. I mean, we can get in there now. Whether or not they would pick us to win, that they'd be, I mean, be like, oh, fat pack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, wanted to mention, we go GTS. The voting for the trading card awards ends tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow at midnight. So uh, please go and vote. The link is on our page. It's on their page. It's everywhere that you know it, where you follow us. It's there. Yep, please yep. go vote if you haven't voted so far, because I think we need a thousand votes for the yes. for the poll to count. Yes, I think we're somewhere around eight hundred. Yeah, we'll get there. So please we'll go vote there. and do that and help us out. Um, and then. Top Shelf Breaks has something cool going on. What did they what did they do? Or what did Chris Keller do?
3: They um he is doing on Wednesday nights now. He is um I guess I don't really, he's he's breaking you know he does his Wednesday night breaks usually and sure. now he has Brian Orion uh, Nutov. Okay, okay. Who is a uh, major league uh draft pick actually? All right, All right he was a late round pick. And he's actually breaking cards with him now. He's breaking on right. Wednesday nights when he can. Nice. Um, so they had it last night. I unfortunately I was a, unable to attend. Had a whole bunch of stuff going on for sure. holidays and whatever. But um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. You know, to, to have a player in there um, who is playing for uh, Billings, Montana. I think the minor league system. Up okay. There. All right. And um, yeah, man, these kids. You know, kids like twenty-two years old. Um, he lives in uh, south elgin illinois 62190 um you know t- prototypical guy and um yeah chris uh keller at top shelf breaks is super excited about having this guy um who's gonna be do- doing a lot of signings and uh, they're gonna do a lot of giveaways and a lot of fun and uh you know as he progresses in his career you know hopefully this will continue for them and foster that relationship and uh yeah, I think it's gonna be a good thing for top shelf breaks. And uh, how cool would it be to sit down and actually break with somebody who can sit there and, uh, you know, Chris is about telling stories and about making an experience, you know, to be able to sit down and ask this sure, this, sure. This, this kid, basically, like, hey man, you're you, what's it like to get drafted? What's it like to play with these guys or mm-hmm. know this guy or do that, or, you know, whoever, so. um you know, it, it just adds so much more to the breaking experience. Sure. So okay. more than just a, a guy some guy ripping packs and, and showing cards. So I think it's gonna be a good thing. Uh so check that out on Wednesday nights. Uh top shelf breaks. Get yourself in a break and uh hang out with Ryan. Awesome. Let's do
2: that. There you go. Um so some of the uh the twenty the twelve days of Ultra Pro packages have started showing up. Oh, yes. Reaction? Good, great reaction, man. I, I awesome. can't tell you uh these guys seem pretty pumped up about it. So good deal, man. Uh, that was a great. That was a great deal. Uh, we got our box last week that that we talked about. But these these sports boxes that are out there, they're they're looking good. So I'm glad you the man. Winner. There's,
3: there's just nowhere else to go, man. Ultra yeah, pros, class acts. That's where it goes. Yep. All, all
2: right, uh, let's get into this Fat Packs mailbag. We have probably ten ten or twelve questions to get to. Sweet. So uh, I'm gonna get comfortable. Yeah, go ahead and get comfortable. <laughs> I love this guy's name. I don't know that he's. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, he Is has. It Ivan. No, it's uh, It's the Junk Wax Twins. Okay. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt has a picture of. <laughs> Roosevelt. All right. <laughs> not surprising that because the, the the Junk Wax Twins, they're big Minnesota guys. Okay, or that makes sense. Guy. So, um, let's go with this. What's on your top ten for next year's hobby resolutions?
3: Hobby resolutions. Yeah. Wow.
2: That's a that's a good question, that's man. Deep, man. That's deep, man. Why are you starting deep. out me deep, man? That's a deep I'm, question. I'm, you're
3: cutting me deep here early. Hobby resolutions. Man, I think... Uh, man, I wish I wish I had a, like, a, a cool, like something that pops into my head right off the bat. I don't. Um, I think what we need to do as a hobby is I wish there was just more communication. Yeah. I think it's a big deal. Um, communication between... Um, you know, from, from the manufacturers themselves mm-hmm. to the leagues to the manufacturers to the sure. league to league. Um, and then all the way down from, you know, once the manufacturer makes the product to the distributors to the wholesalers. Also, I think it just lacks communication. And what my wife always says is she's like, there's a bunch of dudes who collect baseball cards trying to run a business. So there's going to be some downfalls because there's no women involved. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Making some of these decisions. So, And I know they are out there, but it just seems to be communication and if we could fix some of those communication problems i think we would it would benefit the hobby greatly yeah uh, i think the products would be better than they are i think the player signings would be better i think the distribution would be better i think there's just so much you could do with just you know it's it's almost like politics like you know reaching across the aisle and and really talk to some of these people which is why things like the industry summit coming up in february i think are a big deal
2: i see you that know? that's where the communication right there at that point Takes a big nod for me as well because we have Upper Deck who is now doing their own, their own doing yep, thing their own and thing. Tops is now doing their own thing. Right. And we're with, doing our thing. Our, yeah. And, and
3: it's, trying to reach out to get, bring them all together. Yeah. Because that's what it needs to happen. It's like, so
2: splintered now. Yeah. And it, I don't, and I don't know where the, I don't know that the blame falls solely on one entity. Mm-hmm. I think, it, I think there's blame to be put on different, on many, many companies. Right. But it's so splintered now that, um, it's it's shameful. It really is.
3: It really is, man. Like if you just reached out and, and talked to people, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. I just think there just needs to. I think that's why the industry summit was created, <clears throat> was to yeah. better the hobby, the better this industry, and um, I think it's something that should really be looked at again to be able to come together. And I think we all have stuff that we can learn from. You know, um, you know, Ultra Pro can learn from Cardboard Gold. You know, BGS can learn from PSA. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many different things like that we could all learn from each other, and uh, and technology is changing. And sure. you know, I just think that there's th- so much people are, are just bounded by the dollar and competition and mm-hmm. not letting anybody in. But I think that's the key to to making even more money.
2: Sure, so. I get you. Uh, second part of uh, Teddy Roosevelt's question: What goals did you meet this year? So hobby goals? Or did you meet Did you meet any hobby goals or?
3: Well, I usually hobby goals. I don't I know mean, if I goals, met any goals. Goals. Uh, I mean, I I don't collect. I don't PC a ton of people. Um, one goal I did not meet was I did not pick up a new John Cleo card this year. So nothing. That your th- that's your thing. Nothing came yeah. up at all. Um, was looking for stuff. I I search pretty much every day. Have my filter set up and whatever, and uh, just nothing new came up. So I'm a little bummed about that. I got a few more days left in the year, but yeah, uh, nothing. Didn't pick up any new. Any new uh, mm, Arena clients. Football League cards, but it's not uncommon. You usually, I only pick up you know less than five per year of stuff that I actually want. But nothing this year.
2: I met I met a goal of buying. I bought a case this you year. Did buy it. I free, bought you a case did. here, uh, and I wish I wouldn't. have I wish I would have <laughs> had a different goal. I hadn't bought a case, uh, but, a but whole you had case. to have fun opening it. I though. had fun opening it. It right, was so fun. counts for something. um Last time I had bought a case, of anything, was Noshawn Marino's rookie, or what was that, 2009? Nine.
3: Yeah, I think it was 9 or 10. 9, nine or 10, yeah, or something ten. like
2: that. And it was a case of prestige football. Okay. And I remember that specifically because I pulled like 15 Noshawn Marino rookies, and then there was the one variation of the Noshawn ah. Marino. And I was like, well, that's different, so this must be something. Right, right. Um, it was fun opening it, but gosh, man! Now I understand why. <laughs> now I understand why people buy singles. So I get it. I it's get tough,
3: it. man. I mean, there's there's plenty of guys that break cases, but they're usually breaking multiple cases of stuff, you know. And they, sure, you know, they use the buffalo and they're selling the commons, they're selling the semi stars, they're sure. selling the parallels, they're selling every card. So if you break it down like that, yes, you can, you know. Yeah, you can make a profit, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a whole a lot, lot of work. Of work this hobby, man. People look at this. this there's some work in this yeah. hobby. There sure,
2: there sure is. All right. Uh, it's just business at St. Louis Ricky Jones. Stupid question, and I'm sure I'm not the first to ask. How can Panini use licensed jerseys in their MLB products without an MLB license? Um, they can't all be replicas if they claim to be game used. So uh, isn't the, the, the simple... It's not really an issue until they start using logos, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's when they start putting the the crazy cool patches on there where you can recognize the mm-hmm, logo right. as a Yankee symbol or as, a, as the Cub or sure. as whatever. Um, yeah, the the main, the whole stipulation is they just can't put Yankees, Cubs, and right. show the, the emblem and the symbol on the actual card. Anybody, they can't stop them from per- producing pieces of it sure you know what i mean so that's not in the in the deal so yeah so they can do that um the gray lines is when you get the sick patches that have the 14 different colors and you can kind of make out the the um the the actual mascot or the emblem um but for the most part i think it's just it's known that it's out there MLB's kind of they haven't said a whole lot about it so i think they're going to be good with that the way they go and um yeah we'll see
2: okay uh Ken Kinsley, Bing's Ball Card Blog got three questions for us here. Number one, what is the best card y'all have ever pulled? I think you. So let's answer this from you and I doing box Busters together. What is the What do you think the best card we've ever pulled is? Man, that's a good question. Best huh? card? Yeah.
3: Try to think the best card. I mean, I wasn't a part of when you pulled that Ridley right with uh, with Matt. So I wasn't there for that. Um, the best card we've pulled was probably, did we open that? Uh, we pulled an Akuna blue or purple autograph.
2: <laughs> I um, don't remember pulling that. You don't pull on that? I, I may mean,
3: pulled that with Brian. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm guessing it's probably something know. from Bowman draft last year when we got that black refractor, refractor pack. We did
3: get that pack. You're right. Yes, you're right. Good call. <laughs> we got that, that black, the black refractor pack, which had about, six autos in it yeah and i think i remember i took those six autos and i was curious and i went and i comped them out on ebay yeah. and was looking up prices and seeing what brian had priced them and whatever and um it was about six or seven hundred dollars just yeah. in those guys because there's kyle lewis and there was gosh i can't remember now who the rest of them were but i know there's a kyle lewis and then there's a bunch of the,
2: the guys there's the kids from the there. dodgers that uh, yeah gavin lux
3: yeah. and um i think it was will smith i don't know there's a couple of different guys sure. that we pulled but uh yeah, that was that was kind of cool to get that that pack. But I can't think of a a normal one. I remember my first card that I th- that I pulled myself here. My first box busters was a uh, it was a LeBron jersey card, number six of ten. Yeah,
2: that, I, re- I was with you on that. That was yeah. a gold from select. It was a gold. Yeah. Gold prism. It was part of the Miami Heat logo. Yep.
3: So that was pretty cool.
2: I pulled. Uh, I think for me personally, in you know, a box break or box busters that we have done. Was when we did XR and Kareem Hunt was just the hottest thing on the planet Oh, that's right. And I pulled that. It had the AFL logo on it. That's right. Yeah, that was... Five of five. Five of five. That uh, That was pretty cool. That was uh, the best card I've pulled here. All right. uh, What is your favorite card in your collection? Now, you're a Cleo guy. Do you have a favorite card in your Cleo collection? I do. He
3: he has a... um, It's a 2006 Upper Deck Dual Signatures from the AFL collection. Okay. Uh, It's John Cleo and uh, Kevin Ingram was his receiver. And... uh, there's only 35 of them made. Mm-hmm. I have maybe five of them, I think. Okay. But I have number three, which is his jersey. His number. jersey number. So I think that's probably if I had a go-to, house is burning down, I got to grab one one card. Sure. I probably grab that one.
2: Um, mine's really boring and simple, and I'm, I'm you can probably guess what it is. It's the 87 Bowman. Uh, I'm sorry, 87 Tops, Bo Jackson. Movie. There you go. That's, that's you, <laughs> you, man. That's, that's my favorite card I have. I probably have 90 examples of it, but I, <laughs> and I love every <laughs> one of them. That's awesome. Um, all right, uh, last question from him. What card have you had the longest? Well, mine's the Jackson. So,
3: <laughs> card I've had the longest. Yeah, man, it's probably actually that's not
2: true. That's not what. Go ahead.
3: I mean, I, obviously, some of the stuff I had from a kid. See, I've been buying and selling ever since I was a little kid. So, I think the one thing that's probably held on the longest would probably be probably my '89 Upper Deck Griffey because I got one in a deal. I traded a '92 um, Shack. Whatever that insert was, that was such a big deal at the time. I can't even think of it now. It's how non-important it is now for a whole set. And that whole set has been – it was a a hand-collected set with the Griffey and a a screw-down. And I think the Griffey's still in the screw-down. So that's probably my – Probably
2: scared to pull it out. Yeah, probably
3: scared to pull it out. But that's probably my longest, my oldest card that I have time-wise that I've had.
2: Okay. Um, What card have you had the longest? Mine actually is not the Bo Jackson because I – just like everybody else I started recollecting stuff you know I started picking stuff back up so I haven't had a a Jackson since 87 but I think mine is I'm almost certain it's a Kyle Seeger rookie autograph okay and um you know obviously you listen to the show you know I work for the Mariners so I have a bunch of I have a bunch of Kyle Seeger specific stuff that I uh, have but now it's put away it's put away for my son who doesn't care anything about it so
3: (laughs) unless Kyle Seeger wears a cape
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I think Kyle Seeger
2: is a very underrated baseball player but that's that's it's not baseball season so it's not that's okay alright where was the last one okay from Bearded Beer Guy what is one thing you wanted for Christmas as a kid and never got
3: one thing I wanted for Christmas and never got yeah um, man, I gotta think of the name of it. There was—is this card wise? No, anything you want. Anything? Oh, okay, so anything I want. There was a um, oh man, what was the name of it? I can't think of it, but it was a Dinobot. Okay, All right. Um That I really, really wanted, and I got like there was five Dinobots, and I got like four of them. And of course, the one that I didn't get, I uh. think it was like, <laughs> I think it was slang. slang. Okay, I think it was Slang. I think it was the the uh, Stegosaurus and um i didn't get it and i remember being like so ungrateful that you know, i didn't get it you know what i mean like i was up like i got 4 of the 5 but yet i was like ungrateful and and and, and little, almost a little ticked that i didn't get that other one you know what i mean the the 9 year old paul inside of me so
2: here's it here, i'm going to give you a tip and i this is i've done a lot of soul searching uh-huh. about this over the last year because it, it, my wife tells me this and it turns out it's true I don't hide my feelings very well. What? I don't yeah, I don't, hide, don't? I don't hide oh, my man, feelings very know. well. Okay. You know, I'm everything's right there for you to see and uh, I am a horrible gift receiver.
3: <laughs> I can see that.
2: I'm a, like if I don't want something, it's very apparent that I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Right. I've even seen that in the office. Like, yeah, uh, the other day God lover her. My mo- my gr- my mother in law gave me for Christmas, and I see where she's working from because she sees the fat pack shirt. She sees the whole angle. Right, right. But she gave me a a jar of strawberry jelly that cannot be bought here. It's only it's only made in Washington. Okay, and I was like, well, I guess it's okay. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love that jelly. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so let's
3: say you you're giving up on a food.
2: No, no, I was just. But I mean, <laughs> she gets me. Somebody finally got me. They gave me the right gift. You know, but uh. Yeah, they they um, I I have I have bad bad gift receiving skills. I Understand that. Yeah. I Understand that. I'm so. not
3: the I'm not the greatest because it is kind of like I'd rather give a gift than get a gift. Sure. So not just being cheesy, but that's. I get you.
2: Yeah. I get you. Um, now I forgot the question. What was the question, Paul?
3: The question was um. I gotta go back and look. Yeah, you gotta look back and look because I don't remember either. Man. My bad. I'm off sorry. Tangent. I'm sorry. The, something that um. You didn't get for
2: Christmas. Oh, that's what it was. That's, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, not, I can't think of anything specifically uh, that I didn't get for Christmas. I do have a very specific gift this year that I want. Ah, okay. That if I don't get, I'm probably going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to sound weird coming from a fat guy. I want a bicycle. Really? I want a bicycle.
3: Really? Like a, like a stationary one? No, 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 no. I want oh, a bike.
2: Okay. I want to be able to go ride bikes with my son. And oh, all right. I have fond memories of riding bikes with my grandfather when I was a kid. So uh, if I don't get a bicycle this year out there and all you Fat Packers and Fat Packerettes, maybe you can pull together and start a GoFundMe page to get me a do bicycle. You, do they make
3: bicycles for us?
2: They do. They, they do? I've looked into it. Like, is it like a
3: two-seater no, no, no. just for you? No, no, like, no. How does that work? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I've looked into it.
2: So you got to get the heavy-duty wheels. And oh, the heavy duty okay. spokes, okay. Okay, and then you got to get a seat wide enough that no, your seat si- because you know, a guy our size, we can't sit on a bike, in a normal bike, right? No, it hurts. It Hurts. It bad. hurts. Yeah. So what you got? It. It's not about the seat. It's about your sit bones. Okay. So you're, si- you got to get a seat that, when you sit, your sit bones are properly placed. Aha. Otherwise, it's gonna. It, it doesn't matter the seat if they're if your sit bones are not sitting where they're supposed to. Then you'd like, it's gonna you'd hurt. Like research I researched the bit, heck then. out of this. I, re- I told you I really want a bike. All right. So there you go. All right. So Megan. Megan? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what? Uh, this is from cardboard crusader. Sign at sign for panini. What are some holiday-related debacles you have had over the years? Well, yesterday I had to go get new brakes on my car. Oh, you did. <laughs> um, that is not what you want. Three days, three shopping days before Christmas, four shopping. And it might eliminate the bicycle that I want.
3: (laughs) That's true. It might. That's unfortunate.
2: Uh, But holiday-related card debacles you've had. I've not had a card debacle. No, no, I mean,
3: when I was selling cards full-time or whatever, I had a few things that didn't show up on time, you know, but that's yeah. just kind of a lot of that's out of your hands. You know, Some takes a week and a half to, to get there because the post office and UPS are, you know, bless their hearts, they're struggling. Oh, of course, know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. They're hiring people and they're, you know, I've got a package delivered the other night at like 8.30, you know, like dude, go home. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Do right. your family. But, um, you know, it's that I've had a few of those things happen. I think the biggest, if you're just talking about Christmas debacle, was um, my mom. Mm-hmm. She was really big into like that day after Christmas. Okay. Going to the Hallmark stores and getting all the ornaments, like 50% sure, sure, off sure. or whatever. Yeah. So she would take me at like nine or 10 years old and she would literally push me under the, mm. the, the, the thing as it's going up at the mall. Wow. So I'd be the first person in. Your
2: mom was serious. <laughs> so
3: she gave me a list and I had, knew what I had to go grab, right? Yeah. Like we'd scout it out or whatever. So she would literally like push me in and I'd crawl in, or whatever, and be the first person in the store. Well, this lady knew that that's what we were going to do. So she came in and she stole my bag. Oh no, she took my bag, and she took the ones out and My mom almost went fisticuffs with her over getting some of the ornaments because she took advantage of my little nine year old self and That's sad that is sad, it is sad. It was a debacle, but I, let me tell you something. My mom won, yeah, we got them all back nice <laughs> so but uh, yeah, that was a uh, yeah, my mom made me go liketil I was like thirteen years old, and finally, I just teenage paul
2: said no nice <laughs> i'm not going anymore i just had one come to my uh, to come to memory that was card related um i i was probably 11 or 12 91, 92 hoops okay okay we were uh christmas time came and my mom she worked at a, a store called bill's dollar general in okay. in springtown texas i don't even know if it's there anymore okay. like the building's still there but i don't think it's a dollar general anymore okay um she gets a box of this and she gives it to me sweet and then that was awesome right and she has some oversized cards okay so but she in her in her haziness because she's wrapping gifts for five kids uh-huh. okay she leaves the stickers on okay and then I flip them over and see that they, they cost like twenty five cents a piece or something like right, that. Right, right, right. And I started laughing, and it it kind of hurt my mom's feelings. Oh. But I and I felt horrible. Now looking back on it, I feel horrible about it because she was just doing the best she could. You know. Right. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. But
2: uh, to me, I was like, oh, twenty five cents, ha ha ha. But yeah, <laughs> she she did her best. So sorry about that, Mama. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, At
3: least we know people that spend ninety seven dollars on things. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. Christmas.
2: <laughs> Take care of any problem you have for $97. Uh, best holiday card ever made from Michael George Bonk one, at Bonk102. Best holiday card ever made. I'm going to go 90 Pro Set Santa Claus.
3: That was a good one. Um, I really liked that one, and I wish I knew what year it was. I Maybe mean, I can look it up while I'm sitting here. But when Tops came out with that first three-card set, I think we talked about mm-hmm. it last week, yeah. it had the, the 52 Tops and it had the Santa the Santa piece of hat. Or yeah, a piece yeah, yeah, of claw, yeah. yeah. Or piece yeah. Of, uh, I want to say jersey, but robe um and then the autograph by santa i don't know who santa was that autographed that but somebody autographed that i think that was just super cool it was only like 14.99 i think in the stores or whatever okay and i remember being 20 something like man i gotta have one and i bought it and i put it up on my little shelf and i kept it forever um so that was pretty cool i think that's probably my all-time favorite
2: um holiday set card sure whatever you want to call it i'm going i'm going to actually change mine okay because I've seen this at the office. It usually comes out around this time of year. I haven't seen it this year yet. Okay. But the Santa Jim Beckett card ah, that is slabbed and autographed by Jim Beckett. By Jim Beckett. That's a good card. And that is you a didn't, You didn't get that card unless you worked here. That's true. So there's very few of them around. Actually, there's probably like a million of them. There's probably right a million, there.
3: yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> They're all at Dr. Beckett's yeah. house. <laughs> that's a
2: good card, the Santa Jim Beckett Santa card.
3: Santa Jim Beckett card. All right. I
2: like that. Dan had one. That's maybe last why I haven't seen. Dan had one in his office.
3: Oh, uh, okay.
2: Yeah, I don't think I. I think I've been here two years. I haven't right. seen that card. That's a great card, man. I need to check it out. You got to find one and check it out. All right, uh, from Seth Whitesides uh, at Cephonics. I like what you did there with your name there at Cephonics. All right, this is a three-parter. First question: What is your favorite food for Christmas dinner, Paul? If you tell me that damn olive dip. We're shutting this no, no, segment no. He down. He said dinner. Okay. He all didn't right. He say snack. All right.
3: Snack, yes. <laughs> snack, yes. Like, I just told my wife we had this conversation last night. She's getting me eight bars of cream cheese, mm. two oversized things of olives. Mm. And um, yeah, I man, I'm going to town, making it for the week. So, all right. So, dinner. Christmas dinner. I, You know, I don't know if you guys listen to some of the shows. I've talked a little bit about my family being so non traditional when it comes to holidays. So, my favorite Christmas dinners. And probably would be today too if we did it. Would be hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill. Okay, we were a hot dog hamburger kind of family, and we did that for everything because all the kids ate it, and we didn't have to worry about somebody not liking lasagna or ham or something. Everybody ate hot dogs hamburgers. That's what we had. I remember my dad outside with these huge umbrellas grilling on his little <laughs> Weber grill, four feet of snow, whatever. He was out there grilling. So hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dogs hamburger everything. Easter, birthday. Fourth of July, Tuesday. Every day, okay. <laughs> it was hot dogs and hamburgers.
2: Uh, favorite Christmas dinner food. See, turkey and ham—that's too easy, right? I mean, well, that's honey-baked ham because that's that's a totally different. But the, ball game. the spiral ham—I uh, don't know. Uh, in my later in my later life here, as in my thirties, right, I've discovered prime rib. Okay. So that's, I've, that's I like I like to I like to cook that myself. That's good stuff. But here's the thing, man. I'm real honest with you. If you give me some like off the chain stuffing, I want some stuffing and some gravy. Okay. It, it's got to be good. I don't want no box crap. No no, no. 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 Yeah, I got you. I got to have my like if you some cornbread stuffing. That's what. if you give me that on a dinner plate, I'm good. I'm, you're good? All right. I'm good. I know that you're glucose and you don't mess with that, <laughs> it's
3: not glucose. That's you. <laughs> you're glucose. <laughs>
2: all right. Uh, next part of his question. What is your favorite gift of all time? What's the best gift what's the most memorable gift you've ever get you've ever received?
3: That I've ever received?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Most memorable gift I've ever received. I think the I think the way I think I mean I remember I don't know if it's an actual thing, okay. But the cool thing was I remember my wife telling me like two days after Christmas that she was pregnant, okay, with our second child, Mikey. Okay, and uh, I mean that was just cool. That's you awesome. Know? I mean it was you know it wasn't necessarily perceived as a Christmas gift, sure. But being at that time and being yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a twenty-seven twenty, she told me, and um, we were just su- we we're super excited. You know we had we had Ryan and we were ready to have another one, and you know that's just a, That was a cool thing Sweet. to happen right around the holidays. So um, yeah, more so than something. You know,
2: physical. Well, I wasn't going to go all sentimental on you, but okay. um, well, do what you got to do. The, the best Christmas gift I've ever received is going to be the bicycle that I get up and find under the tree. Nice. nice. <laughs> this Monday. Nice. Now, uh, uh, if our
3: bosses listened, I would say what we're going to get at the Christmas party this afternoon. Yeah, no. I don't know. What th-
2: <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be. I, I, I didn't drive up from Houston for it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> um, what is your favorite Christmas gift of all time? Honestly, uh at in the moment, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful gesture. Looking back on it, maybe not so much. <laughs> but I was coming home from Iraq for I had I I was lucky enough to draw Christmas leaf during uh, my second deployment. Okay. So there was a blizzard in Denver, like a stone cold blizzard. Everything is white. You can't get in or out. Right, right. And there, you know, so we fly to where Atlanta, Hartsville, Jackson, which okay. Is the busiest airport in the world. Gotcha. So um, we get there, and I'm, I'm just flat out, I'm not going to make my flight to Denver. Okay. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because it's just too messy at that point in time. So what they're going to do is we're going to hang out in this area. Uh, not not yet necessarily USO, but it was like that. And then they were going to move. They were going to try to fly me specifically th- to as close as Denver as they could get me. Okay. So we... F- I'm going to miss that flight because it's in a different section of the airport. Okay. So I get, I get over there. I run my butt over there and they are literally loading the last passenger and shutting the door. And this random lady who God love her. I don't know her name. I, I couldn't tell you anything about her. Right. But she said, uh, I'm going to let him on. He's a soldier. I'm gonna let him have my flight. Oh, wow. so, she let me on and i flew to wichita, kansas. Okay. Which is is about the airport in wichita is about as big as this building this building that we're sitting in. Okay. <laughs> and then uh we did end up getting over to denver so i got home on christmas eve. Oh wow, there you go. That was really cool. Now looking back, i was married to my first wife then and it probably wasn't the best situation <laughs> probably for me. To, better, I'll stay yeah, in, yeah, i probably should've just stayed in atlanta and had a better time. <laughs> but uh that that lady there uh she that was probably the best christmas gift. I've received at that time, but looking back, and hindsight's cool. 2020.
3: That's true. Hey, I have to back up for a second, because okay. I totally botched that. Michael's oh. birthday is around Christmas, so it was not Michael. Ah. It was Reagan. It was Reagan. Yes, I'm sitting there going, hey, wait a minute. Hey, to remember your kids, Yeah, I was man. like, that was good. That was good. Good job. And I'm going to make the correction that it was, it was Reagan. Does your wife listen to this?
2: No, no. Okay, then she'll never know. Never. She okay. never listens
3: to this. But Mikey's birthday is in January, so mm. I think that's why I was all... Jacked up Okay My head But yeah Quick pregnancy Yeah (laughs) Yeah. Quick pregnancy Yeah very quick quick. She waited a while (laughs) To tell me Anyway (laughs) Make that you know We're human
2: All right. Uh, Last question And this is the one That I was excited about I think I think there's a couple Of spur questions here That we can spur off here
3: Like about San Antonio Mm -mm. No Not those spurs
2: When you have grilled (laughs) When you have grilled cheese And tomato soup Do you dunk The grilled cheese In the soup are you a dunker, Paul?
3: When, when before the diagnosis of no <laughs> gluten, um, right. no, I was not a dunker. I actually. You're hate, doing it wrong. I <sighs> actually hate tomato soup. Oh, God. It is, it is nasty. I don't even know who you are. It is just We can't ugh. do this show together anymore. So, no, man, I was, I was a straight grilled cheese. Had to have at least two different kinds of cheese on it. I always did two different kinds when I made mine at yes, home. Yes,
2: but you still dunk
3: it? No, man, I never dunked it. I, I ate it with pickles and my olive dip. Gross. That's how I did it.
2: And here's here's the thing, tomato soup is the only soup that is acceptable for the grilled cheese. You don't get get your chicken noodle out of here. I don't want anything to do with that. Bring uh, me the tomato soup. Here's the better here's the better question. I think okay. And not not to uh, downplay Cliff's question. What's up, Cliff? Um, when you cut the grilled cheese, uh. do you go triangle or square? Well, or we, rectangular, I guess.
3: Yeah, we were like a square family. We always did that four-corner four thing. Okay. So even at, like, you know, however old I am, sure. sometimes if I actually get some gluten-free bread and I make a sandwich, I kind of – I'll still catch myself cutting it in fours. Uh, you cut so. the crust
2: off? Are you a crust guy?
3: Not really, not oh. not a huge crust guy. No, So you cut that off. No, Well, I don't cut it off. I just eat, eat you just it. Just eat around
2: it. Yeah, eat around <laughs> it. Buddy, just eat around it. We are a crust family. You don't tell me you're hungry if you didn't eat your crust. Ah, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? All right,
3: for me, I just eat another sandwich. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so. Well, you're
2: you're you're 40. You can do that. It's true. When you, know. when your seven year old comes and tells you I'm hungry, and I just look at his plate. Well. You didn't eat, eat your crust. crust. Ah, yeah, so. There's no cheese on the crust. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even yeah. with pizza, you eat your crust. your crust, like, Your brother, who's one, loves pizza crust. I don't know uh, why you can't. <laughs> <it> just gnaws <laughs> on it like
3: a teething tool, like a teething, tool, exactly. Like a teething uh, toy.
2: Exactly. All right, man, we're going to close up the uh, Fat Pack smell bag there. That was a lot of fun questions. Thank you guys for participating. I'm going to find a way to make this uh, like a monthly segment or something. I think we pretty much do that now, but I have fun with it. Oh, for sure, it's fun. For sure, uh, especially and I like not knowing the questions. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, for it's, me anyway. I didn't. I, I don't. even I, You know what? I I do it myself now. I don't really look at them. Oh, okay. Uh, but the grilled cheese one caught my eye. I had to Food. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had to look at that one. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back on the other side with a little bit of uh, Beckett whatevs, and then Paul and I are gonna rush out of the door to go to the company lunch. So, uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. hamburgers, right? Hamburgers. Which is great for me, but you can't have the bread. So, uh, nope. We
3: get it on bunless. Bunless. Knife and fork in it.
2: Knife and fork in it. Knife and fork in it. We didn't exchange Christmas gifts this year. We did not. I'm sorry, Paul.
3: It's okay. This is your last day in the office, too.
2: Yeah, for this. Yeah. Here's the thing uh, next next week, yeah. we'll be back for our final show of the year. Uh-huh. And I'm taking Friday off. Don't tell me I'll see you next year when I leave. Don't do that. That's. Okay, I won't do that. Don't do that. I won't do that That's more than once. Ridiculous. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. And we'll be right back.
4: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christy Petrillo from Figures Toy Company, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio.
2: All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. A little uh, Fat Packs mailbag action. And that segment went 35 minutes. So if you're still with us, thank you very much.
3: And it was a little bit longer of a break because we actually went and got some of that that chocolate. Yeah, that Panini. chocolate. Over thank there. you. And Panini.
2: we we went. I don't know who sent it, but there was Harry and David's over there too. Oh so. wow, there's
3: lots of stuff, man. So cool. Yeah, good. it was a good, good day. It's it was been a good, good day. day. It's been a good day. Yummy,
2: yummy. All right, man. Beckett whatevs. Uh, our final Beckett whatevs of the Christmas <laughs> season before we go into Beckett whatevs next next week. Next week, not next year. Not next, next week. year. Next week. <laughs> next um, week. A lot of fun stuff going on a couple of stories up on Beckett.com that caught my interest uh, since we're talking about Christmas and the first being and this is up your alley right up your alley
3: hey dude I don't bowl
2: no you don't bowl <sighs> although you're the white right, you're the right weight for it a lot of, a lot of
1: <laughs> I am um, huh? and I'm left-handed so I'm yes. all kinds of jacked exactly up. yes
2: all right uh holiday season can be stressful this is from Ryan Cracknell by the way obviously evening evenings <laughs> of planning weekends of driving circles around the shopping mall parking lot And making sure the turkey is cooked just right. Navigating the waters of turning down your in-law's fruitcake. (laughs) Nice. Yep, let me tell you a fruitcake story in a minute. Yet, within all of that, there's fun to be had. 2017 tops. Garbage Pell Kids and Wacky Packages Holiday Cards poke fun at some of the beloved institutions of the season. My my son wanted to try, uh, Eli wanted to try uh, fruitcake. Okay. Never Sorry. tried it. So, I uh, yeah, we told him, like, hey, bro, this is, <laughs> this is not really what you want. And why, this is what old people send to each other when they don't like each other. They're exactly. Yeah. So he we bought it, and he bit into it. Right. And it had raisins in it, and he lost his flipping mind. That's awesome. He, just, he hates raisins. And this is, I'm oatmeal raisin cookies that look like chocolate chip cookies are the reasons I have trust issues so right, he, I understand. he was just like
3: I understand that's funny yeah
2: he he, he hated it but uh, that was pretty funny to watch when he yeah. eat that
3: fruitcakes <laughs> are just such a I think that's why they had to pre- make those priority boxes that was like one size fits all like doesn't matter the weight because yeah. people were too busy sending them and they had to figure out a way to like not have to sure. charge them an yeah. arm and a leg to send those things
2: this a fruitcake weighs 17, so, 17 pounds huh? uh, I don't know <laughs> All right, oh, no. uh, <laughs> available on Top's uh, website for uh, for one week starting December fourteenth. So you got a limited time to go get them. Uh, is available only as a complete set, coming with a total of fifteen cards. The initial cost is thirty four ninety nine. Now the names on these cards, man, they're funny.
3: It's good stuff. I I love me some cards. I know you do. And and wacky packs are, are cool too. So all
2: right, so Christmas Tory,
3: Christmas Tory. Yep. My oh, like the Christmas mm-hmm. story. Ah. Uh, I Gotcha. So Ella Trick is the, is the tongue dropped around the. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Only you have it in front of you. Well, she tongue? is. Uh,
2: it's the. Uh, it's the so it's lamp girl. Okay. It's the lamp. Oh,
3: okay. I got you. I got
2: you. Which leads to the name Ella Trick. Ella. Ella Trick. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Uh, Chris, Kringle. L. I don't, that's not on here. Old Satan. Nick. <laughs> Old Satan. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Beck the halls. That's a. Uh, that's a picture of uh, supposed to be Beck the singer. Uh, ah. <laughs> Nice Uh, Looks like he's Throwing up candy canes On the Christmas tree
3: He's pretty old too So they could have Gone a couple ways With
2: that Just the tree Just the tree Uh, Rud off Red light district (laughs) And this is the best I think this was The best one Uh, Flatulent frosty Nice As he's farting Snowflakes Into the uh, Nice Into the winter That's pretty fun Uh, And then there's My favorite one From the wacky packages the Shelf on the elf, oh, the sh-
3: oh <laughs> it's the shelf on top of the elf. yes, nice that nice. damn
2: elf. What's wrong with the elf? I man? don't like
3: that elf. Yeah, I tell you what, that elf is some serious business in my house, it's, man. it's serious
2: business everywhere. It's
3: serious business in my house, and we their kids were so bad the other day, elf didn't show up. Oh, and they are worried sick. I've never gotten more apologies, more <laughs> yes sirs than I ever did yet than I did yesterday because the elf did not show up. Mm. So, we wrote a letter. Put the elf back out there and said, "Had to go visit Santa." Santa says, "You better get yourself together." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, elf is serious. They're a little happier today that he's back, but they know, they know we mean business. They know. So, yeah, it's good he, stuff.
2: He, have they touched the elf? Because we touched the elf, his magic is gone. Yes,
3: right? uh, Michael did touch the elf, and well, now his but magic's he, gone. He swears that it was an effort to help him stay on the tree; mm. that he was falling off. And his six-year-old story was that he was just assisting him to stay on the Staying tree. Stay on the tree. So um, creativity on that story, a little bit. Okay. But um, all lies.
2: <laughs> so uh, let's move on here to the to a, a Christmas story. Uh, we, earlier this week, I shared our episode from earlier this year with Scotty Schwartz of the Christmas story. That was so fun. Uh, it's our number one downloaded episode ever oh yeah it I'm really sure. is uh, yeah. it's it's a fun it's a fun listen scotty's been in the news lately uh for a bunch of different stuff uh doing shows and appearances he's at all good uh, things yeah right? all good things <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of people in the news lately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's uh actually this weekend friday saturday and sunday he's at mike fruitman's sports stadium sports cards in, oh. uh, in aurora signing so like, autographs and taking pictures and stuff so uh go go do that yeah what's up mike how you doing sir hope you're doing well he, Mike is doing a great job uh, of the of the of the Hanukkah gifts with his kids. Oh, cool! He's doing a great job, man. They're having a lot of fun with it, so Good. it's it's fun to see them enjoying that. All right, um, Christmas story, baseball card connection—you've probably missed all these years. All right, I got to be honest with you—I never saw this. I, I, don't as, think, yeah, I don't think I have as either. many times as I've seen this movie, which is God knows it's more than a hundred. Right. I've never seen it, so if. If you look at ralphie when he's sleeping okay. behind him are some baseball cards all right all right on his they, they appeared to be ad- adhered to his bedpost some at okay. some way yeah. i don't all know right. how he did a little that tape, but
3: a little super glue something yeah, yeah. so gotcha. uh
2: beauty of the game on twitter says i've seen a christmas story 372 times evidently they've counted wow but it wasn't until last year that i noticed ralphie's vintage baseball cards on his headboard And he tags a you know a bunch of different people who were in the in the in the business trying to get some clarification on what they were.
3: Yeah.
2: The keen eye of Jimmy Parker, who runs the fantastic Twitter account Beauty of a Game, caught the hobby nugget that was probably gone unnoticed by most of us. I know I've never spotted it in my dozens of viewings over the years. Pardon me for being distracted by (laughs) guns, pink bunnies, and the electric glow of you know the window. So. What are the cards on Ralphie's headboard? Leave it to Twitter to quickly solve the mystery. Nice. Catch, the, catch the gift courtesy of uh, Tom Scheiber. Let's, so the 1940 Playball John Rucker okay. of the New York National League. All right. The T206 Ed Rollabock from Chicago. All right. And the T206 Jimmy Hart Montgomery from the Alabama Southern League. So he's got two tobacco cards. <laughs> and a 1940 play ball card. This collection better than mine. It's way better than mine. with my 90 Bo Jackson rookies. <laughs> uh, thank you to uh, Ryan for taking the time to to give us full viewings of these cards, man. These cards, I mean, these were just stapled up there on this headboard. I wonder
3: where that headboard is now.
2: Yeah, I wonder if it's like Scott like a, can is answer like that that like for auction somewhere? I don't know. going to go try to get it? This is crazy, but uh, perhaps there's a mission here to take to take a little further. A Christmas story was filmed in Cleveland. We all know that. Okay. Ralphie's house is now a museum and available for overnight stays. Well, maybe there. There you go. The 2018 National Sports Collectors Convention is in Cleveland. And maybe an old tin with a trio of cards needs to be buried in the yard with permission from the owners, of course. Perhaps they could use, <clears throat> be used for a display in the museum. I okay. did not just put this two to two together that it is in Cleveland and we're going to be in Cleveland for the national. How are we not going to do a show... From the from the museum, perfect. I don't need to be on the shelf floor, to be honest with you. I don't need to do that. I've seen that. Right, we've been I there, need, done I, I've that. I need. I need to do this kind of stuff.
3: That'd be fun.
2: We got to make that happen. Yeah, we do. So shout out to Ralphie and his collecting his 19, uh, 1940s play ball and his t two hundred six cards that I've never even came close to owing owning in my life. Right,
3: right. <laughs> Jeez, that's, that's awesome, man. I love. I love little. What do they call them now? They call them what? Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. I love those little those little tidbits of stuff that. Uh, that come out like that. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. It is. It is a lot of fun. All Great right. story. I'm glad that one. Uh, I'm glad that one came our way.
2: Yeah, me too. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I I love that movie because honestly, what in just a couple of days here on the 24th, I'm gonna watch that movie probably eight times. You know. Okay. Front no no kidding front to back. I love that movie so. Um, it's gonna be fun. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look for the baseball. Cards. Yeah, you're gonna be like all over. You're gonna be like stopping the, stop yeah, freeze frame freeze frame blow it, blow it up. Yeah. Blow it up. Get all those T206 cards out there for me to look at. All right. You got anything you want to talk about over there, buddy, before we uh, close Man, this up?
3: I just know right now that it's, um, you know, we got – it's such a crazy time in sports. Sure. You know, we've got the, the playoffs for football coming mm-hmm. together. Um, we've got – it's such a weird year because you've got teams that, that usually aren't – we're not usually talking about the Jaguars. Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Titans and Buffalo. Yeah. Two games left in the season. You know, so that's yeah. kind of exciting. You're not talking about Aaron Rodgers not playing – you know, being on the mm-hmm. sidelines, on the inter- injured reserve. You know, so there's a lot of stuff like that going on in football, which is kind of cool. Basketball season's been phenomenal.
2: I have l- – actually, I don't agree with you on that. You don't agree with me I you don't, don't agree with you. Season? I'm, I'm going to pull – I'm going to pull – what's your grandpa's name that says that we need to argue more? Um, oh. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> yeah. I don't – I agree. I don't think – I don't think the basketball season's been all that great. Really? Yeah. With but all the rookie play? And let me, the, and the, the rookies are fine. I get that. Okay. But it's just like – it's whole, it's become just show fodder now. It's <laughs>
3: but that okay, the rock have been it.
2: fun, and then they lost last <laughs> night. And
3: I understand what you are saying about that, but I think that's every year that way. It, but yeah, I think it is this year. Last year, the rookies were, you know, with Ben Simmons being out, mm-hmm. no one really took the reins and said, hey, I'm going to have a good rookie season. There's a couple guys that had mediocre seasons and whatnot. This year, there's so many guys playing so well. You know, and they still have that little bit of college in them where they, like, they feel like they have something to play for. Sure. You know, they haven't been jaded quite yet by the, the money and the fame and all that stuff. So I think it's been kind of exciting from that from that level. And it's been exciting with her cards, too. You know, Yeah, yeah it's card-wise, it, yeah, I guess. Card-wise, it's, it's yeah. been exciting because it's got a lot of guys that are, you know, your your, your box breaks are, are better your uh, your overall quality and your boxes are better because you're getting stuff that that uh, got some value to it all a little bit often. So
2: this this may not mean anything to you because you you, you didn't grow up here. But uh, Derek Harper, you remember Derek Harper? Not really. You know, you, that's fine if you don't. That's fine. Uh, Is he related to Bryce Harper? No. <laughs> he he played in the league for 16 years. Okay. Most Derek. of that time was with the Mavericks. But he played. Oh, on, basketball! Okay, yeah, 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 yeah I know you're talking about. Okay, and he he led the he he helped lead the Knicks to the finals in '94. Okay, okay, that's all, you know. Yep. Um, he is getting his jersey retired on January 7th. Okay, and the kid in me is going crazy because I love I loved Derek Harper growing up here, and I would love to like reach out to the Mavericks and try to get him on the show, but he just doesn't do interviews. He's oh, like okay. he's just not that person. Okay. But uh, he's getting his jersey number retired. So thus far in the basketball season, that's what I'm looking forward that's what to. Looking forward to. Uh, December seventh, and they're playing the Knicks. They're playing the, oh, Knick, how the cool. Mavs are playing that's the Knicks. Cool. So the both teams are going to be there. Good timing. I would like to be able to go to that.
3: Well, unfortunately, the Mavs are not having a great season. They're so not, they are not. They one last year. Very <laughs> affordable though. <laughs>
2: right I think. I think for something. Like, have you ever been to a jersey retirement or anything like oh, that? Oh no, no, not
3: at all. I mean the. No, not at all. Um, I went to the. No, I haven't really been to anything like that. I think I went to the second or third game after Sean Taylor had passed away, Okay, and they were still doing commemorative stuff and, and whatnot for there, which, sure. was, which was cool. It wasn't the you know only playing 10 men, that first possession or whatever, but um, no, I haven't really been to anything quite like that, no. You,
2: you were telling me that you put a Sean Taylor on the hot list. I did. How much did it sell for? Two Gs. Two G It was a rookie? It
3: was a rookie. One of one, okay. bone chrome. Um, kind of like the super of that day kind okay. of thing. They weren't necessarily called super in 2004, but yeah, it was a one-on-one and um, yeah, it went for $2,000 and nice. it, it, the crazy thing. W- not crazy, but the ironic thing was, was it went like just, just like two weeks before it's passing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so right. it was, um, I guess it was kind of that, the people were, you know, the guy, had, the guy that owned the car said that he had it since 2005, put mm-hmm. it away and probably decided I'm going to put it out and get some Christmas money. So
2: that's a nice little insider look for your uh, hot list. I had to put Nico number 1 on the hot list and okay. I shared a picture I shared a picture of the the report that was something like 400 reported sales between last month and this month that's, of that that's card.
3: Crazy. Yeah, it
2: was like so it's not selling for a ton of money mm-hmm. I think I have it booked at like 5120 or something like that. Okay. But like constantly 50 bucks. Everybody everybody every, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Just yep. ridiculous. That card is hotter than biscuits, right? It's just so hot and then the other one that was was uh, Matthew Matthew Barzel? He's oh, just—I've heard you talk a lot about him lately. He's just—he's just, he's just uh, really really hot as well. So
3: and all his cards are pretty much going up. Yeah,
2: I, he got a bump across the board. Across the board, okay. Across the board. Good. Deal. Um, but back to the the Jersey retirement thing. I've been to one. Oh, okay, who'd you go to? Uh, well, it was um, it really wasn't a Jersey retirement. It was like a thank you to the seattle sonics it was a sonics anniversary oh, okay i got gotcha. you but the mariners did it okay and they had they had the championship team well not the championship team but the uh the, the team that went to the finals and lost to the bulls they had them all there except for sean kemp because he couldn't get child uh child care for all his 12 kids so um <laughs> <clears throat> but the glove was there and and you know then they had some of the lakers uh not lakers the sonics older guys that were there too oh, okay. so okay. it was fun to see that uh Jersey wise, I've never been to one, but I would think that it'd be almost impossible to get tickets, man, because prices for that kind of stuff, they just shoot them up to the roof. They room. usually shoot them up. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it, it could be, but maybe, 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 if the bike doesn't happen for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe you need to put that in the, the backup plan. For the I
2: really bike. want that bike, though, man.
3: I know, but I'm just saying, if you need a backup, yeah, you put that in for your backup.
2: Derek Harper retirement. Tickets.
3: Tickets. Or a bike.
2: Or, we happen to know a guy who has season tickets to the to That's the,
3: true. So, to uh, the Knicks
2: Or to the Lakers. Or to the Mavs.
3: We talked about him earlier the show, too. Yeah, we did. We gave him a shout out for his, his, uh, his rare, one of a kind type car. Yeah,
2: so, I, know, I mean, If I could pick his ear, yeah,
3: I mean, maybe say, so. you know,
2: Mr. Dr. Beckett. And you don't really care about the Knicks. You don't
3: care about that.
2: You know, and you know, I I find it hard to believe that you're a big Mavericks fan in the in the in the in the nineties.
3: <laughs> yeah, probably not so much. I'm just, he probably was. No, he know. probably yeah. He's probably yeah. He probably knows the guy personally. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> he goes you him. know, what he does.
2: He does know. And again, this might not mean anything to you, but uh, Roe Blackman.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Roe Blackman,
2: yeah. Would, like, they used to have meetings here, and Roe Blackman would come to them. Oh, it, very nice. So that was pretty cool. Uh, have you ever been back to Jeremy's office? He's got a big poster signed by Roe Blackman. In his... you know,
3: Jeremy's got a lot of basketball stuff back there right now. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> Actually, some of it's in our office.
2: <laughs> it sure is. Look at that. All right, man. Uh, we're going to get out of here because it's almost lunchtime. <sighs> it's and, uh glorious time. we got to go pick over that menu and see what we want. Yeah, man, definitely. All right. Uh, guys, we are so close to 100,000 downloads. Be amazing if we get there by Christmas.
3: Yeah, man. So show's going up now. Yeah, go up, like download it, share it, mm-hmm. tell your
2: friends, mm, tell, tell your mom, tell your mom. She, you know what? You know what? Who listens to the show? Who? Scott ba- 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 goods mom. Really? Or his mother-in-law?
3: Well, my wife's grandfather listens to the show. That's and he's true. Almost ninety. That's awesome. And he listens to the show.
2: Well, what's up, man? So, how Thanks for listening. But she says she didn't. She like she doesn't know anything. She listened to it because. Uh, she, he was on. He was on the show. Exactly. Right? But now she's she's stuck. Now she's stuck. She, she likes stuck. it. She's nice. fun. That's awesome. It's good to nice. hear. So, ma'am, uh, your name is is slipping my mind right now. But thank you for listening. Absolutely. I really appreciate that, Miss uh, Mrs. Bedgood's or Miss Mister Bedgood's mother-in-law. There you go. That's thank awesome. you very much. Good deal, man. Yeah,
3: tweet it out. Do it, man. Fat Pack Christmas.
2: Fat Pack. Give us Fat
3: Pack shout-out for Christmas. Yep to Do all that. All of
2: your relatives. All right, man. We got to go because uh, lunch is calling. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. And until next week, just keep...
3: Listening and downloading.
2: Cue the White Christmas. I
0: want to tell you one more time What I'm thinking about I, I, I Dreaming Of a Christmas car that I write you. Oh, darling. I want you to know Mayo days, Mayo days, it's so merry and bright. Darling, I wish all of them one more thing in me. Oh, oh. All of your Christmas in me all Christmas Be so wide